Welcome to the 70th episode of the Real Life Diabetes Podcast with today's guests who are fellow diabetes advocates and Ask Screen No ambassadors, Rev Run and Justine Simmons. If you're new to the show, my name is Amber Kluwer. I'm the co-founder of the Diabetes Daily Grind and host of the Real Life Diabetes Podcast. I've been living the type 1 diabetes life for about 36 years now and enjoy sharing my story and those of other people who get it. This show is unscripted and an authentic conversation with those affected by the disease. I hope each episode brightens your day and reminds you, you are not alone. So over the past couple of years, I've received emails and comments from listeners wanting me to follow up with the Simmons family. Are they still type 2 diabetes free? Is that how you even say it? Is Diggy still captain of the food police? I don't know. So after a little friendly stalking, they are back to share how they continue to work towards a type 2 diabetes free life. But before we get started, I just have a few quick announcements and a few new ones, actually. As promised, I'm forthcoming with advertising and cannot tell you how the details of this episode serendipitously came together. If you follow me on any social media platform, you know I've been dabbling with products and recipes by Cali Flower Foods. I've done a ton of research and discovered a story I could somewhat relate to. Cali Flower Foods was founded by Amy Lacey after being diagnosed with an autoimmune disease. This diagnosis inspired her to create products focused around healthy eating that taste as good as it makes you feel. I mean, hello, brilliant. This brand is the real deal. No grains, no fillers, no added sugar, just a few simple ingredients. The low-carb, cauliflower-based pizzas, crusts, and flatbreads make healthy eating easy and delicious. You do not have to take my word for it. Just check out the show notes for a cute photo of one of my sous chefs. He approved. To learn more about Cauliflower Foods, you can find them on social media or at califlowerfoods.com or in the show notes. I've got links to everything. Make it easy for you. And please don't forget to click on the Diabetes Daily Grind Amazon link before ordering. They throw a little change my way and it doesn't affect the cost at all. Okay, number two. I'm excited to have a new co-host. It's been a while, and even though I enjoy hosting the show myself, I love other people's perspective. And Cynthia, who's a past podcast guest and is a part of my real-life diabetes consulting team, was kind enough to join me for this episode. I will also say we have a new audio engineer. His name is Jeffrey, and he made this episode happen. So I can't wait for the feedback. Go Team Diabetes! (laughs) Uh, Number three. I'm skipping the diabetes hack on this episode, but I'm still stockpiling your comments. If you have a hack or confession, please shoot it to me at amber at diabetesdailygrind.com. Number four, two words, Patreon platform. I don't know how else to say, check it out and please help me keep the episodes coming for free. Number five, in the next 30 days, I'm ecstatic to attend a few killer events. I love to travel. I'll be in Hollywood for the Myabetic Awards Ceremony and then head over to the Diabetes Mind Innovation Summit in San Francisco. You know I love to connect with my people, so hit me up if you live in the area. I'd love to meet you. And finally, please continue to love, like, share, and comment. And you know how much I love a good iTunes review. Good or bad, I just like it. Makes me happy. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and LinkedIn. It's easy to find me and to stay informed. I think that wraps up this episode's announcements, so let's get started. One minor inconvenience, a little thing called diabetes. 
Hey. This is Rev Run and Justine. Hi. <laughs> hey, Rev Run and Justine. How are you? Good. Thank you so much for taking time to come back on the show. Well, thank you for Thanks having, for having us. us. It's been about three and a half years since I had mm-hmm. you on um, the Real Life Diabetes Podcast. And why we're doing this today is because I've had a lot of listeners, especially those who have type 2, just wanted me to check in with you guys to see how you're doing. Well, I can tell you this fun fact. We just left the gym as a family. I went in first. Um, as a matter of fact, they might have met me there. They were coming from the dentist. So we made changes. We've already had a, a pretty decent diet. Again, there's grapes sitting on our counter in the kitchen. They're gone. They're gone. So we have to buy some more. They're two bunches of grapes. We don't go hard on them, but it's better than having a Starburst fruit chew. That's right. Um, we're very focused. I can tell you that. We're extremely focused knowing that, you know, our family has a history. So being ambassadors, that also helps us keep focused. Well, and let me ask you, and I, you know, I don't know how, what the correct wording is here um, politically. So are both of you still living without type 2 diabetes? Yes. Yeah. Thank God. Good yeah. for you. Yeah. Every, every day is a new battle. And just out of curiosity, because I know both of you have siblings, does anybody else, um, in, in like any of your siblings, uh, have type 2? My sister just now, uh, my youngest sister actually, got it um, this year. Okay. Well, she's in the right hands, I'm sure, with you guys being such yeah. incredible advocates and support supporters. And before I get into the show, I just want to uh, say that I have a wonderful new co-host with me. Her name is Cynthia. She's a fellow type 1 and um, she loves what you're doing, so she's going to be chiming in throughout this podcast. Hi, nice to meet you both. Hi, Hi Cynthia. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like I know you guys already. I've been listening to the last podcast and looking at all this stuff, and I'm just, I'm just so excited about what you guys are doing. And yeah, it's just great. And I love how your emphasis is on the family because, and you know what you what you're saying about you know engage the the shift in thinking of like do it for your family and do it for the people that love you, and that's so true because we don't we don't do anything for ourselves. <laughs> Very, very, very true. Yeah. So no, that's great, and I'm so excited to meet you guys. And um, are you are you still cooking Brussels sprouts? <laughs> yes, we love those. Oh, good. That's kind of one of the things I wanted to check back in with some of your. Um, you guys had some fun tips and some choices that you your, your family has made to prevent type two. And anything new that you're trying? Well, out? we've been doing a lot of sushi. Yesterday, my wife put together some um, sushi, which is really light. When my daughter does it, she does it with less rice when she makes the sushi rolls and, and, brown, br- rice. and brown rice. And we've been doing that. So that, that was yesterday's dinner, which I was proud of because with the diet that I'm following, fish is very low in calories and mm-hmm. it, it really works for us. So we've been doing a lot of sushi lately. And also um, another recipe, which we will add to the website, mm-hmm. but it's Parmesan and roasted cauliflower with garlic. Yum. That's a, that's a new recipe that we'll be adding to the website soon. Isn't that stuff just the best? I mean, you can, you can call, I call it cauliflower eyes, just about anything. And, and if, you, if you don't bring it up ahead of time, people just think what they're eating is delicious. And they're like, you know, why didn't I think of this? Cauliflower is like the secret weapon. I'm serious. <laughs> it is so true. And now, you know, they're making cauliflower pizza, not cauliflower on pizza, but the actual dough is made out of cauliflower. And I heard it's amazing. Let me tell you something, and I won't name the brand right now, but I have been working with the company and their story is incredible. So they shipped me a ton of products and I have tricked my family as in my 74 year old dad 
and my friend's children under the age of eight, they did not wow. know with, the difference. With cauliflower? Yes. And it's like four grams of carbs for the whole pizza crust. And they didn't know? No. What? I know. I'm telling you, it's good. It's good. There, let, us, let us know when you can. I'll, 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 I'll definitely send it your way. Okay. And and I love something that you said in the last podcast too. I think it was you, Rev Run, that you were sitting with your son watching a game and you were grabbing a potato chip and he gave you like the evil eye and you looked at him and you're like, This is a scheduled potato chip. And it cracked me up yeah. because you know, even when we're shifting our health and doing different things, we everything is still available to us and we can have it. But it's like you said, like if you work it into your meal plan and your week or whatever, everything's doable. And so it totally cracked me up. I'm like, I'm going to use that one from now on. These are scheduled barbecue chips. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely make sure that what I'm doing is not a thing that's going to cause me to fail. I don't push myself so hard into any new regimens that I would be like, I give up. So yeah. if I schedule a potato chip here or there, or, you know, I do, I don't, I drink a lot of water. And then if I really, really want a lemonade or half a glass of lemonade, I'll have it, but it's scheduled. I know I can have this. So I don't hurt myself where I, where I'm going to fail. Yeah. yeah. We also, you know, try to, for us, you know, everybody doesn't have to do this, but we count our, our calories. So it, it helps, it helps us you know, kind of stay on track and do moderation. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Cause if you want to have that piece of cheesecake or something, you just work it in, you know, and that's part of your calories for the day or week or however you're doing it. Exactly. Yeah, you can't deny yourself completely. You just have to be focused yes. and organized. Well, and let me say for the people that are new to the podcast, can you tell us a little bit about the ask screen no campaign and why you're a part of it? Yeah. We've been a part of ask screen no for many, many years now my, my manager, Michael Lehman, came to me some years ago and was meeting with the team at Novo Nordis. I didn't have diabetes at the time, and I don't have it now, but I told my manager, yes, my, my father had diabetes, and he said, well, okay, let's meet up. So I met up with the team at Novo Nordis, and, you know, if it's in your family, if it's, it's part of your family history, it can become a part of you if you don't watch it or, or you, you know, whatever it may be. So that's, that's how I got involved. And it helped me because I was doing words of wisdom on the Twitter and people knew me as the words of wisdom guy. And after I got involved with Novo Nordis, I started speaking more about taking care of myself. And a lot of my fans are African-American. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of them are my age. So I was the perfect guy to talk about it. And then I brought my wife in and she talked about her father and some of her aunts having type 2 diabetes. And we were the perfect match to help and continue to empower because we had television shows, Run's House, and cooking shows. Yeah. So we were always there to encourage people about family and about principles. So this working out and eating right, we were a perfect match, and it's been good for us because it keeps us focused on working with Novo Nordis as well. Let me ask you really quick, um, I'm outing my friends. I have a dear friend named Poochie. She's 65 and she was just in town visiting from California. And unfortunately, she is uh, recently diagnosed with type 2 and she's an African-American and it's in her family bloodline. She feels like she put it off for 25 plus years because her sister and everybody else in her family has it. So if you were to give someone newly diagnosed who's tried so hard some words of encouragement, what would you tell her? I would tell her 
it's not a death sentence. It's a thing where it can be managed. Mm-hmm. It can be something where you know, okay, I'm not going to fry this chicken. I'm going to bake it. Right. It's nothing to get sad about. Uh, many people have type 2 diabetes and still eat happily and have a healthy relationship with food. Yeah. So I would tell her, don't worry. There's many people that have come up with type 2 diabetes and you wouldn't even know. Um, I have some people in my neighborhood, friends that I see walking all the time, just smiling. Hey, Rev, what's going on? And I know they have type 2 diabetes. I've seen a gentleman that I know walking every other day and he's lost so much weight. And he turned his numbers around. He turned his numbers around. He's the champion. His doctor said he's a champion, but he looks as happy as can be. And he's uh, luckily, he got, he was diagnosed and, and knew about it because he was able to now live a healthy, happy life and keep an eye on what he's eating. Right. And uh, I'm going to jump in here for a second because I was wondering about this too. Since you both know that you have family members with it, do you pay specific attention to your numbers? Like, do you check or test or do you just do it at regular doctor visits or how do you manage that? Well, during the year, we always get our checkups, yeah. two times a year. And if the doctor says something is a little off or you can do this, so we have a very close relationship with our doctor. I mean, mm-hmm. she's like, talks to us all the time and she'll tell us, you know, your cholesterol's a bit high or whatever and we'll back up or, or drink a gallon of water a day. You know, I'm, I'm hearing these little tips, but so far we've been blessed to not hear those words that you have type 2 diabetes. So we know where we're at at all times because of our constant checkups. And we just don't want people to think that this is the end. I, I have it and there's, there's nothing, nothing I can, I can do. do. There's yeah. so many things you can do. There's so many people are living such a healthy life even though they have it. They turn their numbers around and it's, you know, it's it, it can Manageable. It can work. Yeah, Manageable. and thanks to Novo Nordisk, they give you so much information. On the Ask Reno um, website, yes. And, people should go there. And uh, one, one other thing I wanted to say, you know, when you get your checkups, you know, you assume that they automatically check for diabetes and they right. don't. You have to right. have to ask to be screened for diabetes. So it's not all the time that your doctor might not think you needed it all. He might just check you for everything. So don't just assume that every checkup they're they're checking your numbers or checking to see if you have it. And that's and that's one of the biggest, you know, hurdles is just that that first word in the campaign ask is sometimes people don't even know what to ask. And so being your patient advocate, going into the doctor and saying, hey, you know, I'm concerned about this. Can we do a check for it? It's just Mm -hmm. that asking sometimes that people don't know. So that's why what you guys are doing is so, so important. And how how we were blessed to find out all the information. Yeah, blessed by the heavens just to even know people over at Novo Nordisk, Susan and the team. It's just been it's been a, a heavenly blessing to have learned about this early when I wasn't even thinking about it. So I thank God for Novo Nordis. And how can people find out? I know like, we can go to askreno.com, but how else can people or should people be finding out about this? I mean, when you, 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 everybody usually goes to a, a checkup yearly. You should just make sure, what we try to get the word out is make sure you ask. Can I be screened? Can you screen me, doc, for diabetes? I just want to know about it. So that's the best thing. I mean, we, we love to tell people to go to AskScreenNo.com whenever we're on the radio, whenever we're on television. But um, the main thing is to keep checking every year. And if you're African-American, if you're overweight. Yeah. These things, you, you have, you're double, um, at risk. double at risk. 
And if you're over 45. 45 years old. It's unfortunate that this is, in the medical community right now, this is termed as the number one academic, I mean, excuse me, epidemic. Mm. And how frightening that is, especially with children now being diagnosed with type 2. Yes. Yes. It is frightening. Yeah, I was just excited this morning that we were all in the gym together. I was calling my wife one room and my son was playing basketball. And and it just is, we're just working it. We're working it. I'm assuming that you guys, you know, as you've embarked on this, you both feel better. But I was curious, what do you, do you guys notice things about each other that's different since eating differently and paying attention to exercise and yeah, stuff? Yeah, it's, it's a big talk because of how we used to eat. So mm-hmm. it's kind of really, it's very it's noticeable. It's a different habit. You know, it's a, a, a very different habit. And it's, you know, you, you eat three times a day and maybe take a snack in between. So it's constantly noticeable. You know, like if I do a burger, I, I don't, I don't. Not have, happy sometimes. Uh, yeah. And I don't have the bread with it or, you know, right. do a lot of red meat, you know, got to cut down on the um, chicken tenders. They can't be fried, maybe baked. Um, we do an amazing, which should be on the um, website, wingettes. I bake them in the oven, but I bake them so well, it's like they're, they're fried. It's so it tastes so very good. crispy still. It's still amazing. We, we rarely do anything fried around here. And um, mm-hmm. I well, said... Uh, well, have you guys tried, because this is a new, and I have already asked for one of these for Christmas, an air fryer. Yeah, we, we right. just... I just told him that we should get one. I've heard it's good, but I haven't, you know, met someone actually who really had it and said it's amazing. But hopefully our next call we'll know and we can let you know how it works. Well, maybe I'll just get it for her for Christmas. <laughs> well, we'll have to, again, swap uh, recipes for that because all of my friends rave about it. And I'm just like, you made what? And it tastes... Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's... I'll send you some other tips there um, because, like I said, my friends are all about it. And speaking of food, last time we chatted, Diggy, the food police, was yeah. riding you guys. So is he loosened up a little bit? or? Well, he's not loosened up. He moved to L.A. and the guy that works with us, Perry, who worked with us as our road manager, is now with Diggy. So I saw Perry the other day. He was so skinny, and he's like, I'm so happy I'm living with your son out here in California. <laughs> and I got a little jealous, to tell the truth, because Perry looked so good. He said, I wake up every morning, Diggy gives me a green juice. I mean, he got me not eating carbs. Um, I'm eating jasmine rice. you got to get up on this jasmine rice, Rev. I'm like, what? That's white rice? He's like, no. It has, and I don't know all the stuff that Perry was talking about. So we've kind of lost our food police because he's out in um, California filming a show called Grownish which is a spinoff to the television show Blackish. Oh, yeah. And Perry has robbed us of our cop. Yeah, but we have two others. The other day we thought, you know, let's just get a little cup of uh, ice cream. Oh, that was interesting. And um, our two children at a home, are still home is Miley and Russell. I said, you guys want ice cream? And both of the kids said no. So we what? looked at each other like, so we're the kids now? <laughs> so we just pulled off from basket it's a true story it was very very humbling it was humbling because we pulled up and said let's get some ice cream guys thinking we're hooking them up knowing that we really wanted it and knowing they're going to say yes <laughs> so what you are around encourages you or discourages you so when they looked at both of these kids one is 12 one is 20 something but they both looked and said no we don't want ice cream and they always usually want said, it yes but they know you know, we're all know? trying to do something. You think because, that's what? Yeah, that's what it is. Well, they we all know. So we have two two more people in the police department. How, how old are they? Well, one is twelve, and Russie's twenty three. 
Wow. Okay. Oh, cool. Yeah. And today when we were on our way to the gym, I just said, you know, we got to help each other out. When one feels weak, I said, you guys really helped daddy and I out with the ice cream situation. And they yeah. just was like, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. So. And, and that's really important too, what you just said about what you're around either, um, you know, encourage or discourages you. And I think that's really key. And when you see your doctor too, cause they're, you know, when you walk into that office, if they're not encouraging you, you leave feeling discouraged yeah. and hopeless and that's where you know you guys as patient advocates and the work that we're trying to do is so important to make sure people feel like they have a voice when they're with their doctors and you know and that's why he is going harder because in la they care about it so much more than yeah. here well they're out there pitching tv shows and stuff it's just a whole oh, other yeah. world it's a little it's a little bit more chubby out here in new york <laughs> <laughs> Because you can hide it in the winter. You can't hide it in L.A. Right, right. Those those puffy coats cover a lot. Yeah, right? man, ain't no puffy coats in Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we're, we're rolling into the holiday season. Any pieces of advice or, again, words of encouragement? Because I feel like that's when so many people struggle. You know, I've come to the conclusion that the holidays aren't bad. Turkey in itself isn't bad. It's the gravy. It's the, the sides. Turkey yeah. is really, you know, a very light meat, you cut it and you, you slice it and it's, it's fine. It's just, you have to be careful with what you're going to have after the turkey, what are going to be your side. So I'm actually encouraged for the holidays to tell you the truth. Yeah, it's become, well, in the beginning when we all, when we started, you know, it was of course scary and you yes. were like dreading like, oh gosh, but now it is, it's almost so like food a game because now it's like, you could say, okay, I can have a cup of this or I can have a cup half a cup of mac and cheese you can have these things it's moderation and yeah. you know and not too much of heavy on the greens light on the gravy that's all it kind of comes down to <laughs> oh that's a t-shirt waiting to happen right there i think well, <laughs> you know heavy on the greens light on the gravy i love it <laughs> you were saying that it was scary in the beginning so for somebody who wants to embark on this healthier lifestyle what would you say is like a, the first step or two just to get started I don't I, i'm gonna just say okay. the, my, the main thing for me is don't consider yourself on a diet right you can have once you open up your mind to the i can have every, this is where we're at now once you realize you can have everything in the world i was just looking on instagram and i you know right before this call just you know randomly i was on a site called pizza i was looking at it i'm <laughs> like i have this amount of calories left today I don't really want pizza tonight, but I'm not afraid to know that it's there for me. I can stay excited about everything. The other day I got a sweet tooth and I said to myself, to myself, I said, you know, <laughs> I don't, I'm not going to get ice cream. There's this amazing yogurt that has strawberry in it. It's called light and fit. And I took the time, drove away from the ice cream place. I had to have something sweet. There was nothing, something. And I was extremely happy once I finished this cup of light and fit yogurt. And I was like, look, I just beat calories down to a third and, and there was no difference in taste. So what I tell people is, yes, you can have the ice cream or yes, there's things that are less calories that you can have also. So, and then later in that day, um, I came home and I, I looking to have dinner and I said, you know what? We're gonna have sushi today and everybody was happy and that cut the calories way down on the diet that I'm on or the, the, the lifestyle that I'm on. And I was just as happy. My little uh, sushi with soy sauce. I got some sashimi that didn't have any rice. And I was, and I got some um, grilled salmon, Yeah. well done. And I was happy. 
and I had a little teriyaki sauce on the side so I could control what I was doing. And then I went to bed under calories and happy and had the um, uh, quote-unquote un-ice cream. It really wasn't ice cream, but I was happy. It was a full day, and I went to bed, and I woke up happy because I didn't just randomly eat whatever came into my mind. Right, which is hard for a lot of people. Oh, you have to be organized in life in order to, you know, food becomes a big part of our day. You wake up, you eat it. Then next lunchtime, you eat it. Then dinner time, it's time to eat again. So sometimes you have to just get to the place where you're organized, and then you can still have a wonderful eating day. You know, it's, it's really like a drug. You know, people mm-hmm. don't realize that. If you're on drugs or alcohol, those things you don't have to have every day. You do have to have food every day. Right. So it's almost like bringing drugs to an addict and saying, only take a little. That's why you have to be so focused with this and say, you know what? I have to treat this like... I'm not living to eat. I'm eating to live. Yeah. You know, and it's funny. The other night we had, had did dinner. I, I think yeah, I you said did. that backwards. You said it right. Because you're, you're eating to live or living to eat. You got to eat to live. That's what, what she basically was saying. Eat to live. Don't live to eat. Mm-hmm. That, that's that's pretty good good quote. But the other night, um, looking at my wife, I was like, you know what? I'm going to make myself some eggs. Eggs are actually zero calories on the way on the situation that I'm dealing with. And I sat there strongly because I know she was looking at me in my mind like, you're eating again? But I'm like, I'm still hungry. Right. I wasn't doing that. But it he does like, that to me. Well, I felt like you were looking at me. <laughs> but I made those eggs confidently and I was filled and I went to bed. And even last night, I had a little bit of calories left and I walked past her because we do scare each other. And I said, honey, I'm going to get a few pretzels. She didn't say anything, but I could smell. No, you see, he's wrong. This is what he does to me. I don't do that to him. I let him do whatever. Well, I'm afraid since I do it to you, but you have said it to me. You have said to me, oh, you can have what you want. So don't act like you're not watching. She watches anyway. So, yeah, we keep each other checked. That's love, right? It's just all out of love. (laughs) We're we're our own food police. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I know that your time is very valuable, but I will pitch one last thing. I think that we should start our own, or you guys should start your own type 2 diabetes or pre-diabetes food line. Make it easy Mm -hmm. for people. Interesting. I'll have to talk to my manager about this one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I want to be a part of that for sure. Yeah. It's very, very, very smart. So you're an entrepreneur there. Yeah. Heck yeah. Like that. All right. Well, thank you guys so much. And thank you for being an ambassador for Ask Green No and for encouraging people to live a healthier life. You're really making a difference even when you don't know. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. Have yeah, a good day. Thank you, guys. Have a great day. It is always a pleasure to connect with Rev Run and Justine because they radiate positive energy and do a fabulous job as Ask Green No ambassadors. Their healthy lifestyle willingness to try new foods, and sense of humor are inspiring others to join them on their journey to rewrite their family history. God, I love that. And so needed for so many people. I look forward to hearing cauliflower food feedback from this crew and hope it brings variety into their healthy eating regimen. With all the new recipes, you never know. The Simmons family might just have their own line of food one day. Count me in. (laughs) I'm still begging. I'm still begging to be a part of cooking with them. I know it will happen someday. 
Before I wrap up, I have a few last minute items. Number one, this episode was brought to you by Cauliflower Foods, a brand I truly adore. I literally read the cookbook from cover to cover and have enjoyed a few of their easy to follow recipes. Oh, and FYI, the jalapeno pizza crust is to die for. You're welcome. Please take a moment to check them out on social media, their website, or in the show notes. All the links are there, easy to click on. Number two, the Real Life Diabetes Consultant Group was created to bridge the communication and awareness gap between the patient and medical community. The team and the services we provide will soon be highlighted on the Diabetes Daily Grind website, so please stay tuned. You can also sign up for the newsletter. The people that are a part of that will be the first to know exactly what's going down. So you can check it out, sign up on the website. Number three, would you like to get involved? I've got a couple of ideas how you can. Patreon subscription. (laughs) It will send me to the red carpet and help grow my team. And you know what that means? More podcasts, more content. A little bit of change in your pocket. You can invite me to a conference or event. I love meeting new people and I'm always down to travel. You can request a real life diabetes happy hour to come to your hometown. It's a great way to connect and an opportunity to meet someone else who gets it. And it's always exciting. Like that energy is just, you don't even know the people, but it's like you already have a connection. So you can advertise. I'm always looking for solid brands like Cauliflower Foods, who are improving overall quality of life for people living with autoimmune diseases and dietary restrictions. Living with, I'm going to say, type 1 diabetes can be very difficult. And having something like that, like like I said, the jalapeno pizza crust, it brought me joy. And that sounds ridiculous, but it tasted good. And I didn't feel guilty. And my blood sugars didn't get crazy. So that is a natural plug. You know, the difference that food has made in my life. You can love, like, share, comment, and leave an iTunes review. You have no idea what an impact this has on my morale. It is literally the fuel that keeps the lights on and the episodes coming. If you have feedback, ideas, comments, or complaints, please send them my way at amber at diabetesdailygrind.com. And I promise I'll get back with you. I really do read all of these. I may not respond as quickly as I would like, but they really are important to me. So hit me up. I'm always open to new ideas. Yeah, I think that's a wrap. So cheers to the highs and lows, everyone. Daily grind, grind and grind and grind and grind. Didn't get this disease.